First and Fanatic. What's up, everyone? It's First and Fanatic this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the AFC North, and we're going to kick it off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so a lot of stuff has happened in the Pittsburgh Steelers camp. Ben Roethlisberger has retired, and Mitch Trubisky has taken over from what it looks like to be the starting quarterback. I have diverse feelings about Mitch Trubisky because I remember when he was in Chicago, he was the backup to Allen in Buffalo recently, and I don't know if he can do it. Yeah, I'm pretty skeptical of Trubisky. I don't know. He's a good athlete. He was a high draft pick, but he really didn't come through with this opportunity. He was with Matt Nagy in Chicago, who played out to be a terrible coach. <laughs> Their system was pretty broken. I mean, they really couldn't do anything on offense. Like, I hear all kinds of stuff about, like, he didn't have an offensive line, and this is going to be different. But I wasn't impressed with him as a quarterback. I just thought he didn't have a good release. I thought he didn't get the ball to the, the wide receivers on time. I just wasn't sold on him. I was reading mixed reports from training camp about him, too. Some of them were saying he looks better than the other two options, Rudolph and Kenny Pickett, the rookie draft pick. But I don't know. I mean, he's a good athlete. He can run. He's got a decent arm. But I don't know. I'm pretty skeptical. They're going to have to run the ball a lot this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think Najee Harris is going to have a very good year. Yeah, you fantasy owners, you might want to get Najee Harris. Yeah, so. he's definitely going in the first round, yeah. like top half of the first round in fantasy because yeah. he's going to touch the ball 400 times probably. Yeah, there's no way he's not. I mean, there are a lot of good wide receivers on the Pittsburgh Steelers, young, fast, quick, and Trubisky might be able to pull it off. I mean, he has the weapons. I mean, and worst comes worst, you can always dump it off to Najee Harris, pick up a few yards, and you don't have to be like a down-the-field quarterback throwing it 100 times. I mean, you could do little dump-offs because they have the speed. I agree. They have a good receiving core, too. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster. They let him walk, and he signed with the Chiefs. But Deontay Johnson, he can catch 100 pounds passes chase claypool is he's a beast he's i think he's six foot five and six foot four 238 pounds and his rookie season he lit it up he had that four touchdown game and last year he kind of you know didn't have a breakout second year he kind of had like more of a sophomore slump but he's super athletic and then george pickens is uh, another uh, rookie draft pick on their offense and he's getting a lot of praise in training camp from reporters they're saying that he's beating guys separating he's big he'll catch touchdowns you know uh, against tight coverage he's six foot three 200 pounds so they have two big guys paired with Deontay Johnson and then Najee Harris is a huge running back so they have good players yeah, definitely. And TJ Watts on defense. I mean, they got a good stout defense. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to be terrible. And what the coach has never had a losing season. So, I mean, is it possible that they have a losing season? Absolutely. Do they have enough talent not to be, have a losing season? 100%. It's, they're the question mark in that division. I think. Sure. And, I mean, they didn't really have a great year last year. They went 9-7-1, and one, only a game and a half out of last place in the division. So, it's a competitive division. They're you know, there's they're with the Bengals, the Ravens and the Browns. I mean, I don't know about the Browns, but, you know, the Bengals and Ravens are always tough offenses to keep up with. They specialize at stopping the run, though. T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, like Devin Bush. They got Miles Jack from the Jaguars. Like they just always have studs on the front seven. They just make it really hard on offenses to get any sort of push forward with the running game. Yeah, it's I agree. Powerful. I think it's going to be really interesting. The AFC North is going to be really interesting this year because Cleveland's a question mark. Cincinnati was that just a Cinderella story uh, last year. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I really, with Big Ben gone, I just think 
I mean, in last year, even with Big Ben, they really didn't do anything. And Juju Schuster, I mean, he went from being someone that I thought was going to be like incredible wide receiver to have breakout years, and he didn't really do nothing last year. Yeah, he had a he had a great like first two years in the league or so, and then he kind of fell off. I think a lot of that production was tied to having Antonio Brown on the field, plus like Roethlisberger still in the back end of his prime there. Yeah. So Smith Schuster had open space to run. Yeah. And they just peppered him with targets ben would throw the ball 60 times a game if you let him yeah and it's not that offense anymore they're not going to throw the ball nearly as much maybe half as much yeah so it it's not going to be as productive like overall they're not going to have a prolific offense but you know if, if they can stop people with their defense they can grind out a couple wins so. oh yeah 100 percent I think we should move on to Cincinnati because of what they did last year. Cincinnati had a great year. Joe Burrow was incredible. They have they have a lot of weapons in Cincinnati, and uh, their defense came came through for them. So what do you think? Cincinnati's awesome. I, they were so good last year. I I thought they were gonna come through with the W in the Super Bowl. They fell just short. But yeah, I mean they're awesome. Joe Burrow it looks like the next Tom Brady or something like that. You know, he just looks so clutch and he's poised. He was an amazing college player. Jamar Chase was electric. He had eight touchdowns over 30 yards last year. So he's so explosive. And then T. Higgins is another, he's practically underrated because he's one of the best receivers in the AFC. But because of the other talent on the offense, I think he gets overshadowed. Yeah. So. I'm excited to talk about the Bengals because they're an awesome team. I think they're they're not going to have a Super Bowl hangover. I think they're going to keep trending up. Yeah, I mean, and they got Joe Mixon, who was a great running back. So I just I think they're going to be very good this year again. They had a pretty decent draft. They brought back most of the starters. And I, the one thing I like about Cincinnati is they've gone through so much crap in Cincinnati. They've lost so many years of losing and you know for them to have that like cinderella year last year where they did what they did they made it to the super bowl and it was I, I i liked that for them i thought that was great for the city of cincinnati i thought it was great for the football franchise i was happy for them and i, I hope they make it again yeah i don't think that was just a case of lightning in a bottle i think that we should expect to see the bengals around in the playoff hunt more often like going into the future because they have a really young talented core of players that has already had success winning games, you know, in college, coming into the pros. They caught people by surprise last year, and they still had some deficiencies, like their offensive line protecting Burrow. But they sort of addressed it. They have three new starters on the offensive line. Um, one of them, Ted Karras from the Patriots. Another one, Lael Collins, was a longtime tackle for Dallas for the Dallas Cowboys. And so those guys are specialized in run blocking and it's going to make the offense more well-rounded they're going to take the ball on long drives and they have good pass rushers on defense to get the ball back so they're going to be a really exciting team to watch it's going to be fun to see them go i'm going to call this the second year of the offense because last year joe burrow tore his acl and he was out and so that was kind of like a lost year so this is sort of like the second go around of this offense and in this team and i think they're just gonna get better yeah i agree i i'm actually looking forward to it and if you you heard my bias the, on before on the podcast of the afc i think the afc all around is going to be such good teams playing each other it's going to sure. be awesome watching these teams compete against each other like no matter what afc division you like most of the teams in those divisions are good the afc north always beats each other up too they always hate they just hate each other i saw 
a Jamar Chase quote that the first time they play the Browns said they're going to fight. So <laughs> I think they're already uh, looking forward to killing each other. That's awesome. I, I like I like comp- competition like that. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, we can move on to Cleveland. Cleveland is a shit show. What, yeah, what have they been up to lately? <laughs> so uh, they got rid of their quarterback. Um, they ended up trading him to Carolina. Baker Mayfield. I was shocked at this because he just like he's had some great years. I was shocked, but they got Deshaun Watson from trading with the Texans, who suspended six games. So they're going to end up having oh, what's the guy's name? For, they're going to use Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Brissett, who used to play for the Patriots and Indianapolis, and he's a good. I like him as a quarterback. I do. I think he's good. He, he's but he's inconsistent. He doesn't have a high ceiling. He's just sort of a game manager type of player the Colts used him for a while before they got Philip Rivers and I don't know he he's just a stopgap yeah the Deshaun Watson situation is pretty messed up to say the least I just think it's ridiculous to give a guy that type of contract in the first place that it's like 230 million dollars guaranteed fully guaranteed richest contract in NFL history for a guy with over 20 allegations against him of sexual assault i just think it's bad business uh (laughs) yeah to say the least i mean the way that they went all in trading for him mortgaging all those first round picks over the texans mortgaging their future i just think it's a bad look overall so the browns want to invest in players like that and uh, it doesn't surprise me because they're just they've never been good as long as they've been around you know since they came back in the 90s they've never been good they have some good players i like nick chubb and kareem hunt a lot i like mari cooper a lot he's a huge pickup at wide receiver but like they kind of ran baker mayfield out of town he struggled with a lot of injuries including torn labrum in his throwing shoulder that he played through and to just sort of cast him away like that in favor of Watson who has all this shit going on it's just a it's the most brown thing browns thing i've ever heard of yeah it's very disloyal and i think they you know deserve to get shit on for it yeah it was very disloyal and baker mayfield like dedicated himself to cleveland he really did he he like did the commercials he really loved cleveland and to do that to him it was just very disrespectful i thought i, I was like wow this guy's like he's playing through injuries for your team he's doing his best i mean he made some stupid plays but you know what everybody does even tom brady makes dumb plays so you couldn't fault him for it. And he was like one play away from making it to the AFC Divisional Championship. And he, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't like what they did. I think the whole franchise, I mean, they got some great talent on the franchise and they could probably make a run and put some good stuff together. But I'm just not rooting for them. Yeah, they actually have a great offensive line. They're one of the highest graded lines in the league. They have Wyatt Teller, who's one of the best guards in the league. He's just a, a beast. He just, they'll swing him forward and he'll be like the lead blocker in front of like Nick Chubb and he'll they'll just crush people so they're really good running the ball their coach Kevin Stefanski runs a rushing system so he cycles Chubb and Hunt out alternately to keep them fresh and then Miles Garrett is one of the best players in the league like out of any position yeah so they have some really really good players it's just I don't know what direction the organization wants to go so yeah. I think they deserve to lose. I would like to see, you know, some other teams get a hold of some of these players. Kareem Hunt might want to be traded. He's been holding out. So, you know, maybe he could go to a team that needs a stud running back. Something like that. Yeah, because like I said, I, what goes around comes around. I think if you shit on a player that actually loved the organization, then it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. I mean, and no offense to Deshaun Watson, but 23 accusations is not one. 
not two, not three, 23. That means you are yeah. lower than low, bro. And like, I wouldn't even want you on my team. I would have never traded for you. I would have been like, nope. I mean, never going to happen. Yeah. So the Browns gave the richest contract in NFL history to an alleged serial rapist. So yeah. I feel like that's all that needs to be said. Right. So moving on from that team <laughs> to, to the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson. I mean, last year he didn't look that great. He, he was all right. He, he had his stats all in all i wasn't impressed yeah the ravens were in last place they had a ton of injuries they lost like three running backs to torn acls in in training camp last year but they're getting guys back that their secondary suffered the same fate too they lost marcus peters he's coming back though so they just kind of you know they tried to hold it together last year but it was too much attrition to keep up with so they're getting lots of guys back this year, and they're going to try to run the offense the same way that they did when Jackson was unanimous MVP a couple of years ago. So it's going to be fun. I hope they stay healthy because I think they could give the Bengals a run for their money. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I, I like Lamar Jackson. I drafted you in my fantasy. I'm just saying. So I think that, you know, in all in all, they have the talent if they can stay healthy. I mean, like I said, I think the division is going to be very comp- competitive. There's two question marks, of course, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, but all of them have the talent to be competitive. I mean, and they can put up numbers, all of them. So we'll see what happens. I mean, can Trubisky show his first round draft pick status and, and be good? Can Brissett fill in for Watson and take that team to the playoffs? So there's a lot of questions and it's going to be a lot of fun. Sure. And I think the Ravens are really exciting to look at. They just traded Marquise Brown to the Cardinals and he was definitely their best receiver last year. I mean, Mark Andrews at tight end is kind of like their best option. Yeah, pass catcher. But at wide receiver, Brown, he was one of the best receivers in the AFC, over a thousand yards. And now they have Rashad Bateman going into his second year. They have a lot of high hopes for him to be the guy. They also have Devin Duvernay, who's super fast. He's one of those like kick returner type of guys who they'll try to get him the ball in space. I don't know how involved he in the offense he's going to be, though. But then they have J.K. Dobbins coming back. He's yeah. supposed to be like coming off the PUP, back at practice now, ready to go. So since his rookie year, when he came on strong in the second half, then he got hurt last year. Now it's his third year, but really it's technically his second. And he's going to be... They're going to try to just run the ball. They're going to try to run the ball on people. The read option between Jackson and Dobbins, it can be really electric. So then they have some good players on the outside to dump off to. I think they're going to be good as long as they stay healthy. Last year they got killed by injuries. And And, it's like there's no way that's going to happen again. Yeah, and that's the issue, the health. I mean, and like you said, lightning can't strike twice like that. I mean, they should have the team back. They should be good. They need I, some mercy. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, uh, and, and they were close to, like, making it to the Super Bowl, so they weren't far off. I mean, they, they a couple of plays here and there that, you know, were questionable on Lamar Jackson by throwing the ball. But, you know, they're in the mix, like, talked about as, you know, potential Super Bowl competitors, so we'll see. Yeah, they started out 8-3 and three last year. They were the top seed in the AFC, and then they lost the last six games yeah. to finish 8-9 and nine in last place. That's not going to happen again. No, that's like hell of they're a too good to I mean, they just couldn't keep up with the season last year. It was too much to ask. I don't blame Jackson for being inefficient in the passing game last year because like of like I just said, they just couldn't keep up. Their secondary was as broken as their offense was. They couldn't stop people. So it's just going to be straight up different this year for Baltimore. They're going to be more like 
their usual selves. They're really tough out. So I hear you. I think that they like always I play said, the Pats tough. Yeah, everybody <laughs> plays the Pats tough. It's the Pats. I mean, not to be conceited, but people step up and play the Patriots because the dynasty. Everybody knows the dynasty. So that's the thing. Like with it's Dallas true. and with Pittsburgh, people come to those places and they want to play them good because those are dynasty. You know, and the people think, well, I have to smash them. You know? Sure. I mean, even now Kansas City is one of those teams. Like people are like, I have to smash you. San Francisco, I have to smash. They don't want to just beat you. They want to embarrass you because they can do that. They can say, look, we embarrass the Patriots. We embarrass Dallas. We embarrass. It's that, that type of like NFL history that follows those teams. The other teams want that. So by if they can conquer them and conquer them convincingly, then they have that little chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I think you described that well. Because the Ravens are always one of those teams. Pittsburgh is always like that too. And like the Ravens were last place, but they won eight games. It's not like they went four and 13 like the Jets. Yeah. It's not like they're the Houston Texans, also four and thirteen. Like they're right there with the division. I think the Ravens are a threat. They're a big threat. I, I love Lamar Jackson too. He's always an MVP candidate. Yeah, and when he runs, it's just like it's just awesome. I'm, yeah, I it's like Michael Vick back in his prime. Yes, exactly. And just like watching him juke and dodge, and it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And I think that's what makes football great. Is like when people are out in the open field and they're duking and dodging, and that's when you get excited for the game. You're like, yeah, look at him go, look at him go. <laughs> and you're kind of rooting for him, you know, until he gets slammed, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, if they stay healthy, their offense is going to be so good again. I think when he won MVP, Jackson threw like 36 touchdowns and only four interceptions or something like that. I mean, he could throw for another 35 touchdowns and run for 1,000 yards all in the same season. So their ceiling is as high as anybody in the league, I think. I agree. So anything else you'd like to add about these teams? Quick ranking in the standings. My prediction, it's going to be Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Brown. I think Watson's going to be out for the season because they're pushing for that season-long suspension. So I like it. I, 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 I The last two I flip-flop a little because I'm not sure about Trubisky. And I Brissett, I think, is a little better than Trubisky, but... We'll see. And I and also Nick Chubb. I can't take away Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb just like beast. yeah, he just runs over freaking defenses. So I think they might have an edge on Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh's defense, so those two are flip flopping on that, but I think the first two you said are correct. I think Cincinnati and Baltimore. Yeah, I had a harder time sorting out Cincinnati and Baltimore because I think they're gonna be neck and neck at the top. All right. All right. So thank you for listening to us and hope you like the fact that we're not biased. We try and give the best information about all the teams. And we just tell you how it is. So please tune in next time to First Infinite.